Welcome back, everybody, to Pop Pop, the Pop Culture Podcast. I'm the alien nerd, Joel Reeves, and I'm fucking tired. Uh, with me, as always, is Taylor Salem. Hey, how's it going, everybody? And Lawrence Burling. Hi, friends. I'm tired because I've been shooting Dead to Me Season 3. That's right. Are uh, you allowed to talk about that? I don't give a fuck. Uh, uh, speaking of which, I, I heard that that I never show... signed an NDA. So. <laughs> there oh, you go. Okay. I heard that show actually got canceled. Uh, maybe Whatever. I'm wrong, but I thought it did. I just think it's interesting. <laughs> then I won't be on season four. <laughs> <laughs> Still fun though. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, it's uh, we just we had to shoot in Malibu the last week, and it's just been like five in the morning calls every day. It's been rough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I wouldn't be surprised if they uh, got canceled because Christina Applegate has MS, so yeah. mm. I don't expect uh, her to keep working for much longer. Honestly, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I've heard good things about that show, though. I still need to uh, catch up on it. I like it. Um, I learned, though, that apparently before we all started filming, they had a splinter unit shoot all of the James Marsden stuff beforehand because he has to shoot Sonic 2. Ooh. That already shot. So, hey. So, I don't even get to see Cyclops. (laughs) That's I didn't realize pretty, he was in that show. Pretty pissed about it. Yeah, yeah, he is. Anyway, Taylor, uh, roll me those uh, sweet smooth jams. Waka waka. Nice. Lauren, I got your hand signals. <laughs> I'm like, uh, thank I'm, you. I'm like sixty percent happy with that waka waka. Just for the record, Look, feel man, like I could have done better. They can't all be bangers. Yeah, it's all good. It's just true. You live true. and you learn. You know. Speaking of bangers, though, Disney Plus Day uh, oh, happened. Yeah, it's, it did. Uh, it's like DC Fandom, but shit you actually care about. <laughs> uh, <laughs> got him. Again, if you are a DC fan, I apologize for that joke because you're still listening and we love you. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, there's some cool shit we got to see, right? Uh, I mean, yeah. There was, there was a lot of stuff, but let's just talk about the shit that matters. The MCU. Yeah, there was a few things, actually. I mean, you know, obviously there's stuff that we know has, has been happening that we got first looks at and then, mm-hmm. you know, brand new things that we had no idea about that uh, that we got our first uh Big First title treatments for and things like that. Yeah. So, uh, I think fair to say, at least I, I know for you, Joel, the biggest one is uh, X-Men 97. One of. Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, for me, that feels like the biggest one here, like in terms of holy shit. Uh, that was something I was not expecting. Like, yeah, just out of the blue. Yeah. yeah. I was pretty shocked by Marvel Zombies as well. Um, yeah. But yes, X-Men 97, the best cartoon that has ever existed in the history of the planet. Besides uh, Batman the Animated Series. Yeah, you know, whatever. Uh, <laughs> my sister actually sent me a meme this morning that was a picture of the four title cards of four cartoons. And it said only uh, you can or you have to get rid of one of them, I think was the meme. Mm-hmm. And it had um, X-Men 97, Gargoyles, Batman the Animated Series, and the 90s Spider-Man cartoon. And I said, oh. look. Fuck off, gargoyles. Yeah, come on. <laughs> is that even a question? Sorry, yeah. sorry. 
I rewatched yeah. some of that recently, like within mm-hmm. the last year, and it just I could not get into it. I remember watching it as a kid, but like going back now, I'm like, me. Yeah. Some things are made for only children. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or I just think, that time too. Yeah. Like, oh, you yeah, know? for sure. I think the animation has like um, advanced so far that it feels a little bit ancient, you know, in, in that respect. And because I also revisited it, I think yeah. I think I talked about it on the podcast, like when Disney Plus first came out, and I yeah, I, think I did, watched yeah. I watched a couple episodes, and it for me, like I felt very much the same way, where it's like I still love the show, and I there's little things that you can watch it for and still get enjoyment out of it, but you know, it just I, I had a hard time. Uh, getting hooked you know what i mean yeah so i'm hoping wasn't invested yeah yeah totally and so i'm hoping that you know x-men 97 at the very base level will take that same animation style but like modernize it in you know whatever ways it may need to be modernized so that's yeah. Yeah. My, that's my hope for me I it wasn't with- even about the animation with gargoyles though so it wouldn't bother me if they had the same animation style still as long as yeah. the content is good oh yeah um, of course i will say i worked with keith david recently um, and I didn't know who he was until someone was like, bro, that's the dude. voice of the dude from Gargoyles. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. oh, shit. Yeah, dude. And then he <laughs> and was then also, was he's also uh, fucking in The Thing. And yeah. he's in uh, one of my favorite movies. They Live. Is They Live, dude. I, yeah, I yeah. nerd out about that, uh, that that fight scene in that movie. It's it's so funny. Yeah, he's great, dude. Yeah, uh, nice. yeah 97. So it's supposed to be uh, a continuation. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Of like where they left off with like the '90s cartoon or whatever, so yeah, that'll be I don't know that'll be pretty cool. Uh, there's a lot of like storylines from that age of comics um, that are just you know pure classics that I'm sure a lot of people cartoon you know form as opposed to a lot of the weird shit that they're doing with the X Men comics now. Um, yeah. So you know, uh, yeah. Obviously, I'm pumped. is my favorite cartoon of all time. Yeah. Um, a lot of the original voice actors are coming back. Nice. That's cool. Yep. Um, you know, some of them aren't alive, so can't fair physically bring them back. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I would hope that the Spider-Man cartoon is next because that one left off on a fucking cliffhanger. Let me let me tell you. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's one that I need to revisit. I've watched pieces of it, but uh, I want to go back and watch the whole show because that that show for me is um Ugh. indelible in so many ways. Speaking mm-hmm. of animated Spider-Man content, we're getting a I, I'm guessing this is a series. Do you guys know about the Spider-Man freshman year? Fresh veneer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah Fresh veneer. <laughs> Fresh veneers. Yeah. Um, I have heard rumors, and I think it may have come actually from the Insnider, maybe, if I'm <laughs> recalling correctly, that the post-No Way Home Spider-Man um, universe is going to be three Spider-Man movies and then a cartoon between each of them to mm. fill the gaps. Interesting. I like yeah. that. I like that. So Especially that's kind of cool. So fresh well, and freshman year, you know, we were talking about the college, you know, well, idea so of doing a college year, trilogy. Right. For freshman you know? year is actually going to be um, freshman in high school. It's oh. going to be before homecoming. Yeah. Um, about how he got to become Spider-Man. Yeah. So. Oh, so th- so it'll be the the series will be about the movies that have already happened, not the upcoming movies. That hasn't been start. confirmed. What yeah. oh. what, I, what what I read made it seem like freshman year is just going to be the start of it, and then the rest of them will fill in the gaps between 
the films that are coming out. Yeah. Oh, okay. We'll see so if it pans out that way. I don't know. So what I'm assuming is what that means is that basically we're going to finally see how Peter got his powers, how he was yeah. bit, yeah. all that stuff, which ironically enough, they do talk about um, in the other big thing we'll be discussing uh, they do throw some some more uh, shade that way in terms of giving us more information. But yeah, I mean, this is exciting. You know, it's uh, it's hopefully going to be uh, really fun. We also uh, saw, I believe, our first look from from She Hulk uh, and mm-hmm. Moon Knight, if I'm not mm-hmm. if not mistaken, uh, which is great. Um, you know, Taylor, you're being you're being too good of a producer and moving on too quickly. Well, <laughs> I mean, you know, we we gotta we gotta you know keep it I under know. under control here. But I do, I do want to point out that I think this is a good sign of Disney and Sony's relationship, right? I don't think, yeah, that they, that's true. I don't, I don't think that they would plan on making more Spider-Man content if they, you know, weren't planning on right. continuing to work together, right? Yeah. yeah. So I think that's yeah. a pretty good sign. I think yeah. that means we can continue to see Spidey in the MCU for at least for the foreseeable future. Yeah. 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 And well, I'm curious though, because this is going on Disney Plus, like, is this something that's being produced in conjunction with Sony or is this a solo thing that they're doing? You know what I mean? I think solid question. It would, wouldn't it have to be though? I think it would, but uh, it's interesting to me that like a Sony thing is like going on Disney Plus. You know what I mean? Um, I can't remember. I can't can't recall if the Spider Man movies are on uh, Disney Plus, but. I yeah, I'm just know. curious how question. that works. You don't know? I don't think they are. Yeah, I don't know the, the answer to that, but just some thought that popped up. So yeah, we'll find out though. We'll find out more about this. I'm sure soon. This probably won't see this for at least two years, um, unless they've yeah. already oh, yeah. started working on it, um, which they may have. So we'll see. Yes, then She-Hulk and Moon Knight. Yeah, pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, first looks, sort of, I guess, like first teases, if you will. Yeah. Uh, Miss Marvel as well. I was going to say Miss Marvel too. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Those are kind of the three live action shows that I, I'm assuming that will be next year. Cool right? to see. Yeah. I think, I think all so. this stuff might be next year, actually. Yeah. The Moon Knight stuff was really cool to see. Oscar Isaac, I think, is going to just give a fucking bang on performance, yeah. dude. Mm-hmm. He looks, it's going to be he phenomenal. He looks batshit insane mm-hmm. in this trailer or you know sneak peek or whatever and it looks so cool and tatiana tatiana maslane looks great and green let me tell you mm-hmm. uh, i'm excited to see bruce banner back as the hulk i think we're gonna get to see a lot of i think it's gonna be like i don't want to say hulk centric but because they're related and she's yeah sure, I, think I think we're gonna get a lot more bruce banner hulk than maybe some people are expecting i think he's gonna be i think he's gonna be in pretty the prominent series. yeah, yeah. I would um, imagine so. Which which is rad. Um, and Moon Knight, the rumors are, the rumors, boys and girls, you know me, I'm a rumor slut. Mm-hmm. Um, Ethan Hawke, you know, he's the bad guy. Some people are, are saying he's going to play Dracula. Mephisto. Oh. <laughs> Mephisto. <laughs> uh, some people are going to say he's going to play Dracula and that Blade is going to get his first, um, ooh, actually, his first uh, visual on-screen performance in Moon Knight. Nice. Interesting. That's good. Yeah. I dig it. I think that would okay. be okay. sick. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Miss Marvel looks chill as well. I mean, although we haven't really... I don't think we've really seen the true extent of what that series, you know... Uh, yeah. The potential of that series. I think Moon yeah. Knight and She-Hulk, like, that's pretty self-explanatory. But, you know, Miss Marvel is definitely one of those ones that I think has I the... Think Go ahead. I was gonna say I think it's just too early to tell with yeah. it, you know, like not enough 
has been shot. Yeah, yeah. Well, absolutely. Give us an idea. 100%. But I guess what I'm trying to say is my instinct tells me that this, they're, they're holding a lot back. And I think this series in particular has the potential to be like one of the standout series of everything that Disney Plus has mm. done thus far, you know? Sure, Especially yeah. in terms of in, intro, using the the series format to to introduce new characters and essentially like do an origin story and then you mm-hmm. can go off and, uh, you know, do the movie or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. <clears throat> which... The, yeah, go sorry. for it. No, go for it. You're good. Uh, I just read on Twitter today that the villains for uh, Ms. Marvel have... Uh, been confirmed as to be clandestine which is apparently a hmm. uh a, like a family yeah um whose youngest family members develop superpowers um i'm actually really not familiar with this group of people in the comics um surprisingly but what i do know is that they're actually not a ms marvel villain? uh villain yeah hmm. they are and wait for it they're mainly an x-men villain um so look, I know we've you know we've speculated a bazillion times uh, when we would get our first peek at mutants and the X Men. Um, I don't know having an X Men villain in Ms. Marvel. No, no, no. That's just another you know dart to throw at the board. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is it, is it is it then? I don't know. Time will tell. Yeah. Well, we know the 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 X Men rollout in the MCU is going to be long and drawn out. So yeah, which is which is fair. I mean, that's you know, it's a whole universe in itself. So you 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 got to uh, dip people's feet in a little bit before you jump in the deep end. You know, true. Unlike my father, who taught me how to swim by throwing me in the pool. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So uh, we also uh, learned, uh, the, I guess, got a confirmation of of what if season two happening, which we kind of yep. already knew. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we also, I think, had I Am Groot been announced before? I can't remember. Yes. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So we got a title treatment for that. We got a updated title treatment for, or a logo treatment, if you will, for Ironheart, as yep. well as Secret Invasion. So mm-hmm. um, yep. I think beyond the logos, we didn't learn too much about those. Nah. Uh, but then, I think they released a picture of Sam Jackson without his eye patch on, right? Oh, yeah, that's right. And he's all grizzled yeah. and old and shit. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, I guess the one of the biggest surprises out of all of this is we're also getting a Agatha, uh, Agatha House of Harkness series, Yay! which is uh, awesome, I think. It's going to be cool. Yeah, I'm pumped about that. I mean, it's, you know, you especially with Scarlet Witch, you know, being fully realized in the MCU, finally, like, delving mm-hmm. into kind of... Uh, I guess you could call it the occult side of the MCU is, is yeah. going to be really fun. You know yeah. what I mean? It's establishing some lore for that, maybe meeting some new characters. You never know. So Yeah, I'm very intrigued by the title choice on it yeah. too. Yeah. Um, to see like maybe who else it might bring. Um, the idea of like a house mm. of like – you know, be it either an actual house or like a fashion house or whatever, you know, yeah. having multiple <laughs> people involved. Like, who else is part of House Harkness? I don't know. Yeah. You never Give know. Me more, Catherine Hahn. Yeah. <laughs> if also, they could... whether it'll pick up at the end of WandaVision or whether it will be like Ooh, looking good. back at her life. I think it's, what, yeah. you know? I think it's going to, I think WandaVision is definitely like it's like for sure a starting point but i think that there's so much territory to explore in terms of what we saw in that flashback in the series you know yeah there's there's too much opportunity there not to go in that direction that's yeah that's what i think yeah so 
Yeah, totally. Cool? Um, I think that's really it. Uh, no, 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 no. Oh. Zombies, baby. Oh, you're oh, right. Yeah. You're sorry. Uh, Marvel Zombies. Joel. Gonna get a whole fucking show about zombies, bitch. Yeah, um, and the and the logo's pumped, dude. pretty chill too. I like how the mm-hmm. the O has the like kind of you know yeah, spiral in it. I'm actually very curious if it's going to be a continuation of the What If episode. Yeah, if it's going to build on the whole like the quantum realm disease, or if they're going to actually um, adapt the Marvel Zombies comic run mm-hmm. and you know do something completely new just because the one episode was so so well received. Right. Yeah. Well, so I don't know if you guys have watched it yet, but a little bit sneak preview of what we've been watching. Um, (gasps) The assembled episode about what if. Yeah. um, They did mention that, like, they have been trying to figure out for a while how to get Marvel zombies into the cinematic world. So but like with what if they made such a point to create their own stories for it. Um, so I really, I really think it could go either way. Either this is going to show that what if will be a jumping point, like some of these stories for spinoff series and it'll continue that storyline or it'll be the, like a bigger, uh, backstory dive into what happened. Right. You know, I don't know. Yeah. I don't, I mean, I don't really care either way, dude. I'm just pumped for more zombies. It'll be really, it'll be interesting to see. Yeah. Um, Get a little like nice little six to eight episode run of like just this yeah. grand zombies story. It's gonna be great. And yeah, hey, dude. it could make uh, Halloween time at Disneyland even more fun if they oh. use more than just zombie cap. Right? Fuck yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, you know they're gonna have models for all that shit. It's gonna be great. Yeah. Um, One thing that really surprised me mm-hmm. um, was uh, the announcement of a character we haven't even met yet because the show's not out yet, but she already got her own spinoff series. Oh yeah. Echo. Mm. Um, yeah. Echo is going to be in Hawkeye. Uh, mm. And uh, I know I always go on my crazy theory train, <laughs> but hear me out on this one. Echo is specifically the Kingpin's daughter, stepdaughter, mm. sorry, in the comic books. Yeah. It is long rumored that Charlie Cox <laughs> is coming back for No Way Home. Mm. So if you're going to bring Charlie Cox back, you're going to bring Vincent D'Onofrio back. Yeah. What better place to put him in than Hawkeye? Because that's set in New York in the comic books. That run specifically, the Matt Fraction run, Kingpin is in it. He plays a pretty big part. So if Echo's going to get her own spinoff. It's probably you know, going to have a Kingpin in it. Put, put A, B, and C together. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and you get D. You, you, you get a Kingpin. You get E. You get Echo. If you put A, B, yeah. C, and D together, you get Echo. Uh <laughs> There you go. Whatever. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but look, a quick a, a, a quick Google of this character's name, okay? You look at the the Wikipedia, and mm-hmm. you know how it breaks down, like, the most important, like, like comic runs of that person's mm-hmm. uh, bibliography or what have you? I'm looking mm-hmm. at it right now. We got Ronin, which is Hawkeye. Yeah. Secret Invasion, which we know is happening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Moon Knight which we know is happening. Jeez. Captain Marvel, you know what I mean? It looks like yeah. Yeah. they might, they might, you know, this is all, you know, uh, this isn't evidence, but it's, uh, yeah. I don't know. It looks, it looks pretty convincing connect, to me. Connect the dots. You know what I mean? Connect the dots. Yeah. She yeah. might be a big high probability. Role. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Might be a bigger role than we know going forward with some of the new shows that they're about to release. Yeah. 
Uh, but what do you guys think about this whole kingpin theory? Like, yeah, I mean, I, I, I buy it. I wouldn't be mad about it. Yeah. 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 Especially definitely. if it's D'Onofrio. Yeah, yeah. Seriously. Um, yeah. And I mean, look, you know, like that's not to say that it would be in all of those series, but it just has a potential to, you know, for that character to pop up, you know, a lot of yeah. different places. Yeah. So, yeah. For sure. Uh, I think that might be it, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think we I think so. I know we got more Hawkeye footage, which was pretty good. Like there was a, a Katniss Everdeen joke, which was pretty good. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm, 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 you, you, you can't sell me anymore on that show, you know? Yeah. Just, oh yeah. I'm ready for it. Yep. Well, we don't have too much longer to wait. Seriously. Dude, it, it sucks because the day it comes out is the day that I leave for the UK. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, if it comes out at midnight, I can watch it the night before. Yeah. Which it should, right? So I think. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I'm good. <laughs> yeah. Yep. There you go. Or just get a VPN also so you can watch it there. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. No, but my point is I don't want to wait. <laughs> oh, sure. Right. Because I'm going to land at like 1230 in the afternoon there. And then I got to take a train to the Midlands. And I'm, you know, oh, it's Thanksgiving. I'm going to have a dinner. Like, I don't have time to wait. I want to watch wah. this shit now. <laughs> watch this shit now. Yeah, uh, Wayne. <laughs> I know I'm having fun doing an international trip with all my friends, but wham. Yeah, wham. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> wham me. That's uh, funny, man. Good stuff. Um, yeah, all, all that to say, I think we're pretty excited about all the Disney. Plus, uh, announcement stuff we Marvel? got for that. Never yeah. heard of them. Yeah, they. <laughs> yeah, who Marvel? Who? Uh, it's. I mean, I don't know if it's. It's still kind of setting, and I feel like just all the amount of Marvel content we're going to be getting in like the next two to three years, it's going to yeah. be kind Ugh. of it's crazy. Nuts. It's going to be kind of crazy. It's so super nuts. Yeah. Oh, did you see the quote from Kevin Feige that said, "I'm not even close to being bored." doing this yet and i was like yeah. i love hearing that from you yeah like he's like we got so much shit left to do here guys nice. i don't even i don't even want to know what a post kevin feige oh god i don't know if you looks like i don't yeah i don't know if that's ever gonna like if anybody's ever gonna top like what he's done you know just it's it's no. his run his run just as a producer like in yeah. the industry as a whole let alone comic book movies like is like the only people I can think of that could like possibly take the mantle are also in his age range. Benny Austin so, Weiss. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly who I was Shut thinking of. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's like hopefully someone yeah pokes out of the crowd in the next decade or so. Yeah. Well, speaking of uh, of Marvel stuff and Kevin Feige basically saving every character that he's ever put his hands on. We got a new trailer from Spider-Man uh, No Way Home. Yes. Uh, I am still calling my doctor hourly since the trailer came out saying, I, I still have this erection. I don't. Jeez. Am I, am I going to die? I, yes. What do I do? Uh, it. I know Taylor said he, you know, he liked it. He wasn't super impressed with it. Um, I almost, I, I thought I was having a heart attack <laughs> when I was watching this trailer, guys. I was like, oh, God, yeah. I can't breathe. It was a uh, lot. It was a lot. Yeah. And it was, uh, it, it, look, there's always going to be that fear of Spider-Man 3, too many bad guys, yeah. amazing, amazing Spider-Man 2, too mm -hmm. many bad guys. There's always going to be that fear in the back of my mind. Like, oh no, it's going to, they're going to fuck it up. But 
like we just talked about Kevin Feige, you know, like in Feige, we trust. Yeah. He, he did big, he, you know, he, he, he crammed all those people into infinity war and Endgame, and he made it work. Mm-hmm. So why not here too? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're not wrong there. It's, they're definitely going for broke with this, uh, with this movie. I mean, we've kind of established that already, but, uh, I guess overall, like what was your initial reaction beyond the, uh, instant, uh, erection that happened? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I really enjoy, um, this whole plot line of, um, look, I, okay. So the whole, like Peter having to, I don't know if like grow up is the right word, but I, but I really like the conundrum of he knows if he sends these villains back to their timelines that they're going to die. And he, instead of like that, they're, they're bad guys. And instead of like wanting to send them back to kill them, he wants to save their lives. It's like, yeah, yeah. I really enjoy that conundrum of a young Peter Parker wanting to save everybody, mm-hmm. no matter the consequences. Yeah. yeah. I just, I, I, I really just think that is f- a fresh take. And I, and I'm really looking forward to see how that plays out. Definitely. Yeah. I think it's interesting. I hope that it's not just like a throwaway line in the movie and it, they actually kind of explore that. Um, yeah. I, th- I think that could be really, really interesting territory for the movie to go into. Yeah, I don't think it's necessarily a one-liner thing, you know, because we I do get, because so. we do get like Peter steals the box, you know, which is presumably like the like the villain prison or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then like way later in the trailer, it looks like Electro and Doc Ock are fighting, and he's like, "You're not gonna take this away from me." Yeah. It, 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 that could be referencing, you know, fucking anything. It could be referencing like a Subway meatball sandwich. Um, <laughs> but it's you know, presumably it's like his fucking life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. And I, you know, I hope that this, it seems to me at least, and I, I, again, I think this is a really interesting direction if they go this way is like essentially Peter Parker learning how to be like learning how to not be selfish. You know what I mean? Because yeah. if you really yeah. think about it in the last two movies, there is a certain level of like selfishness through that immaturity that we, you know, that we haven't really seen him grow up in the way that, you know, we're used to seeing that character grown up. So, yeah. uh, you know, I think that's a natural part of, you know, starting off in, with the high school trilogy and all that stuff. So I just hope that they follow through on that. And, um, yeah, I think that was, like you said, definitely one of the more interesting moments story-wise in the trailer. Yeah, I think a big thing, too, is, you know, there's a lot of speculation of this on the Internet right now, but the Doc Ock arms becoming, you know, red which looks like Stark tech, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people are saying that, you know, it could be a couple things. Uh, Doc Ock steals the tech from Peter and uses it, so on and so forth. My theory actually is that when he hits Peter, the Stark nanobots attach themselves mm-hmm. to Doc Ock and mm-hmm. fix the nano inhibitor that's broken. That's why he's the mm-hmm. bad guy, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, they fix the inhibitor chip and then he becomes not necessarily a good guy, but he's no longer the villain after Peter Parker. And that's why you see him later in the trailer. The tentacles are closed. They're not like in attack mode or whatever. And they're just talking. I feel like maybe uh, he reverts back to that auto that we knew uh, in Spider-Man too. Yeah. 
Yeah, That'd well, cool. it's interesting. Yeah, and that was actually one of my questions. It's a pretty good theory, I think, especially because you see, you know, there's sections of that same, which is clearly the same sequence where, you know, they're not the Star Tech ten- tentacles. And then, you know, yeah. there's yeah. obviously that scene where they are. So, um, yeah, that'll be interesting to find that out. Um, I thought the uh, the reveal of Doc Ock in this movie was much, much better than in the first film or in the oh. first trailer. And yeah. I think yeah, that's yeah. mostly because it seems like the shot was still being worked on that where all the tentacles come up and start smash. Yeah. Like it yeah. was a really cool shot. You know what I mean? Again, I'm still not the biggest fan of uh, this kind of like bland setting that they set this huge action sequence on. But hey, yeah. you know, uh, <laughs> I'll take what I can get in terms of uh, my Doc Hawk stuff. So, yeah. Yeah, it was a cool little fight scene where like he's webbed to the two cars and then he zips underneath him as he like tries to like throw a car on top of him. Um I you know I just I I always love the way Spider-Man fights. It's always unique. It's always like mm-hmm. agility based. Um, what I really liked was it looks like part of the suit is damaged, mm-hmm. and when the tentacle goes to hit the chest, it leaves his face to protect the chest as he like knocks him into the um, you know the pillar, the pillar or whatever. And like yeah. say what you will about like Iron Man Boy Junior or whatever the fuck. Like the nano suit, you know. Re- I think it I think it works. You know, yeah. I, like. It's cool that it, it it adapts to protect him when he's in trouble, you know, so on yeah. or what have you. Um, but yeah, I enjoy the uh, in the first trailer we got Hello Peter, and this one we get you're not Peter Parker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> means he's talking about Toby. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I love you, Toby. <laughs> well, it's interesting to me that that you know um, that these villains essentially have. You know, they're, they're not just as like you said, it's not just an assumption that, oh, this is Spider-Man. Like they're certainly aware of that. You know, it also begs the question of, uh, you know, how did because we know that they all died. So how in this mm-hmm. alternate universes did they survive and did they kill their Spider-Man and, and which universes are, you know, uh, these villains coming from? Because there's well, certain where in time. Exactly. The and, one in time. Absolutely. And and there because there's certain changes that are made. Um, like the electro look, mm-hmm. right? But then there's certain changes that aren't made. So like that's one of the biggest questions right. of the trailer for me is like, what's going on in terms of, I guess the rules of the of this multiverse of where these guys are coming from and all that yeah. stuff. So, um, that'll be interesting to see. But yeah, this is one of the big questions I had looking at all this. Well, and I think that leads even further into the villains that uh, did not die. You yeah. know that that we saw Sandman and the Lizard didn't die right yeah mm-hmm. but do they come from a universe and where they did die mm-hmm. their their spider-man did kill them yeah. you know what i mean yeah um it is the multiverse it could be from literally fucking any universe yeah. um yeah or does so it, it mean when they go back to those universes they fight them again and they die right. totally yeah totally and well and this is where it gets really interesting is like for instance they brought defoe back as the goblin they bring uh-huh. melina back as doc ock but are they bringing back Thomas Hayden Church's salmon? We don't know. Uh, at least I don't know. I haven't seen or heard, indicated yeah, anything know. that they, they yeah, have. You only see the are big they, sand face. It, totally. Yeah. Like, are we, we going to see uh, Risa Fons as the lizard? Or are we going to see Dylan, uh, what was his name? The guy who played the uh, Connors in the, in the Raimi trilogy. Are oh, we going to see would, him? That would be cool. You know what I mean? So it's like there's a lot of questions um, in that regard. And also, like, are we going to see Dane DeHaan's character, who was technically s- so. survived that, or are we going to see well, uh, Harry it, Osborn from uh, 
the Raimi, you know, like again, there's well, so many. I don't things think going we'll on. see. There's James no Franco. physical way they're bringing James Franco. Or um, is but good. apparently, uh, I haven't like looked back to confirm this, but someone I know was talking about that. Apparently, there is a second goblin without a mask on yeah. in the trailer. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, that's what I was gonna. But no, you but can't figure out who it is. Yeah, there's a leaked there's a leaked picture of Willem Dafoe in a new goblin costume. Yeah, and it's 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 just him. Oh. Yeah, it's, 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 his it's armor's him with like hood all and like jacked goggles. up and shit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. But here it doesn't look like Defoe. That's the thing. It it, it yeah. almost looks like I saw people joking about online. It, well, it almost looks like looks a blurry like the, blob, or so. like the Winter Soldier, wasn't it? You that sent that that over. Some I don't know. Someone posted that where it almost looks like a, you know, he's got like long black hair. But it'll be interesting to see, um, okay. it, especially because they show obviously the traditional Goblin look that we know from the Raimi film. Yeah, not really traditional from a comics perspective, but you know, the look we know from the movies. And uh, so yeah, there's a. There's a lot in this in this trailer, that's for sure. I mean, obviously we have uh, Jamie Foxx returning as Electro, like we hinted at, yeah. and, and we get a more of a classic look. Uh, even though it definitely feels starburst on his head. Yeah, it feels a little MCUized in in the sense that like, oh, the electricity is the thing. Like, I think that's a great idea. You know what I mean? Like, they always way cooler than him being fucking like a blue Jolly Rancher, dude. Yeah, I saw I saw someone. I don't want to go into names, but I saw someone post about. how much they loved Electro, and they're like, "This is such a terrible look," and they should have just kept the Amazing Spider-Man two look. And I'm like, "What? No thanks. I'm happy with this." Yeah, um, that is insane. Yeah, uh, we see a lot of swinging. Uh, there's definitely this movie definitely starts where the last movie took. Uh, see a lot of swinging ended. Because we see uh, the the scenes where they're swinging through NYC. MJ is wearing the exact same wardrobe. We also see him escape the police. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Um, You know, there's some fun little tidbits in there. Like, uh, there's one shot where he's where all the Spideys are on the screen in like the Times Square or whatever, and he's swinging towards the screen and he almost hits it, and then he like swings out of the way and like around. Like, it's just little details like that that I love. Yeah, yeah. Um, (laughs) There's some pretty like I, I do have to say I'm pretty impressed with how visually, uh, distinct this movie feels from the other two films. Um, it seems like it's a lot darker, both in tone and look. Um, but there's also some beauty shots, like the stuff with the power lines and all that shit, which is yeah. obviously where Electro is going to show up. Come on. How do you miss an opportunity like that? So what makes you think that? Yeah. I, well, I wonder. Um, <laughs> we also, uh, get a glimpse at what seems to be the final battle, which I'm sure we'll definitely go into. But one of the things I found was interesting is they're basically rebuilding the Statue of Liberty, and there's a shot where they're putting it's got Captain Cap shield. shield on it. <laughs> yep, and s- totally there you go, and that's the one I'm looking at right now too. And I sc- I screenshotted it so I could show this to you guys. And be like, that's yeah. fucking ridiculous. It's great, and but the thing is, is like, okay, was it uh, was it the the blip and the way everything just deteriorated during the blip is the reason why they're rebuilt? Like, why are they rebuilding the Statue of Liberty? You know what I mean? So that's one question. Yeah. Um, that I definitely. I don't know if they're rebuilding it so much as they are like adding updating it to it, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, here's another shot I actually really mm. enjoyed from the trailer, which is just a great use. I think the MCU, if anything, just uses everybody's abilities and their powers so good. This shot where Spider-Man like is trying to shoot a web and Doctor Strange sling rings it so it comes mm-hmm. back and catches oh his and catches his foot. leg yeah <laughs> he's between two sling rings yeah yeah oh god it's so it's yeah so good so i mean look i mean obviously there's a lot to talk about with that with uh that sort of final battle 
stuff in the final shot that we see in the trailer. But I think I feel like this movie in this trailer is really trying to bury the lead on Doctor Strange because nobody really seems to be talking about how fucking awesome it is that we're getting Doctor Strange and a Spidey like movie oh, together. Yeah. Like that's pretty friggin' monumental, let alone all this other shit. So, you know, I hope with all the villains and stuff that that still kind of remains the core um, of this movie. And, you know, obviously there's a the stuff with MJ that we see as well. So like, it's like, there's just yeah. a lot going on in this movie, I in this trailer. I feel like Dr. Strange is going to be in the beginning mm -hmm. and he's going to be in the end. Yeah. He's going to like cause the problem with Peter and then he's going <laughs> to try to fix the problem with Peter. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I, that could be true. But I also feel like if you're putting the three Spideys together to also have Dr. Strange come in at that point uh, undermines that a little bit. So it's like, yeah, I feel like the power of the three Spideys is what this is going to ultimately be with the final sequence. But he will have a pretty significant role in some way, I believe. So, yeah, dude, I someone on Twitter, someone on Twitter was saying how lame it was that peter was mocking uh i wasn't the biggest fan Dr. of it Octopus. dude dude no but then someone fucking subtweeted them and posted a dozen screenshots from the comic book where spider-man meets a new villain and then mocks their name to their face and it yeah. is it is classic spider-man wit banter humor like that is what he does i know and I love well, it. and I it's know. like kind of a callback to the oh so we're using our made-up names yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, I get that. I just feel like in terms of writing, like the way that they played it and the way it was written, or at least in the trailer, it felt really lazy to me. Like it just felt like too easy of a joke. Like, uh, OK, look at uh, Spider-Man 2. You know what I mean? It's a great example of this where J. Jonah Jameson quips about, oh, uh, a guy with uh, eight legs is named Otto Octavius. Like, what are the odds? You know what I mean? And I think that's a much more like eloquent way of poking fun at a character's name while also doing it in a way that's um, not just lazy, like I said. So, no, yeah, it's definitely a much better written joke, but I want to see it come from Spider Man, not J.J. Yeah, James. Then, yeah, so. exactly. Totally, totally. So I can see where you're coming from. We'll see. You know, they might use a different uh, take or something in the movie. And right. who knows? But, um, but yeah, I mean, you know, one of the things that's interesting too is we do get that shot of. Um, of JK uh, in the film. Yes. So that's yeah. exciting. It looks, it looks like he's wearing a familiar outfit from a certain mm -hmm. Spider-Man 3 movie. I don't yeah. know. Just saying. Yeah. And then you see he's got that purple light coming in on him too, which is interesting. Um, and then uh, we also see Spidey's black costume, which is yeah. I'm, black I'm, and gold. Yeah. I'm pumped for that one. That's going to be great. As well as we see him using uh, magic. some magic as well. Yeah. So. And Spidey's Peter's been learning a little bit from Doctor Strange, maybe, you know? <laughs> yeah, I'm curious if this if like the magic use is I don't know if he if he's if it's used to try to send the villains back, if this is before he knows that he's like sentencing them to death. Mm -hmm. And then if the whole like him trying to steal the box thing comes after that, yeah. or you know, what what happens. But I do really love the line when he learns I think it's Doc Ock who's like they're basically ghosts like they all died fighting their Spider-Man yeah yeah and then Doctor Strange apologizes and Peter's like yeah I'm sorry too and then he steals the box and he leaves yeah. and it's like ah that's so Spider-Man I love it totally well what's interesting is that it, so it, there are clues um this is if you look at the shot there's actually something behind him that looks like blue electricity so and mm -hmm. it is those power lines behind him so I think that correlates with 
Uh, we're going to see him swinging in those sort of magic hour shots, and then it's going to be dark right. by the time he gets there. And so for me, I feel like that's going to happen pretty early in the movie if, uh, you know, uh, if the villains first start appearing or something like that. Maybe I'm wrong, but that's kind mm. of like, if you look at it a little more closely, this trailer combined with the other trailer, I think we can c- kind of start to get an idea of what uh, this movie's going to look like and, you know, how it's going to play out and shit, so. Yeah. Speaking of um, how we know it's going <clears> to <throat> play out, um, Marvel loves to edit things out of trailers. Yes. We know this, <laughs> yes. Uh, you know, or, or, or add things into trailers, like the whole yeah. in Infinity War. Uh, the uh, Infinity Stones in the Gauntlet, mm-hmm. and in this one, uh, three bad guys seemingly are jumping at nobody as Spider-Man is jumping towards them. Um, mm-hmm. It's very obvious that uh, the other two Spider-Men are edited out of this trailer. Yeah, so like extremely obvious. So yeah. if if that wasn't okay, so you have a couple things, right? You've had the leaked photos, which basically this shot and this the sequence scaffolding shot confirms yeah. that that shit is real. Uh, yeah, which we kind of knew already, anyways. Uh, you know, you also have the. I don't know what it was. I think it was a clip from the Brazil trailer or something like that. Uh-huh. The international where, trailer where, where he, you literally where fucking punched. Where yeah. you literally yeah. see Lizard getting punched and it's like. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like when who? like Spider-Man is like 12 feet away from him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, Taylor, did you see the picture I sent where it's fucking. It's yeah. bone saw with the yep. chair. hitting. Yep. It's, yeah, I dude, I saw <laughs> I saw that on Twitter as well. And it's I so thought good. it would be funny. Like somebody gets RKO'd in this movie. Um, but uh <laughs> No, yeah, so, like, what's interesting to me here is, like, that we only see these three villains. It's like, this movie is clearly trying to be a little bit of a Sinister Six movie that they tried to make beforehand, and it feels a little cobbled together in that sense, but I'm curious if we're not going to be seeing all of the villains against the three Spideys um, yeah. at the end of the day. I think we will no. see all of them, minus Doc Ock, who has turned good, and then maybe a secret sixth one maybe being vulture maybe being venom yeah. well maybe i was being i was gonna ask Scorpion. you who's the six mm-hmm. who's that six person yeah, I we've mean, had five be, confirmed for it could sure. be so many people yeah mm-hmm. could be morbius you oh, know God. i it don't could say be that <laughs> yeah, if it was if it was venom i would be okay with that but honestly i think vulture seems like the natural yeah vulture or, or scorpion Scor- yeah yeah maybe it's odd Other it's thing. odd that they set up like they literally set him up it would be so weird for him not to like for that payoff to happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Yep. So, yeah, I mean, you know, uh, there's a lot. There's a lot here. So we'll yeah, see. One you know? of my favorite things is Tom Holland is getting his own version of uh, the Brooklyn Bridge and the clock yeah. tower. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. MJ falls off the thing. You get the shot of her falling down and the, oh, no, my hand, I, I'm going to reach you. Yeah. Um, it's I. I, I I sort of hate the idea because I want Tom Holland to be able to save him herself. Yeah. But there's a lot of speculation on the internet, and I think it just makes sense that they that that might be the reveal of uh, Andrew Andrew Garfield coming in and like yeah. saving her, like the redemption of. But I don't know because in the trailer their hands get like this close, and if you're that yeah. close and you don't save her, like you know, yeah. Um, I don't know. Anyway, mm-hmm. he's gonna get his own woman falling from a tall object moment like all spider-mans do that is just yeah you, it's a, fate of a spider-man it's a requisite requirement for every woman that's affiliated with with peter parker basically <laughs> yeah. but in that same shot ned is also in danger 
yeah. he chooses to go after MJ. Yeah. In the comic books, and this is more modern, Ned becomes Hobgoblin. Maybe he's mad hmm. that Peter tried to save MJ and not him. Yeah. In the yeah. future movies, maybe he's a bad guy. I don't know. Just throwing, just throwing more shit out there, yeah. like I always do. So <laughs> they, they, Tom, just to kind of close this conversation out because we've been going for a few minutes here. Um, Tom Holland has talked about how dark and uh, sad this movie is going to be. Who yeah. is your guys' prediction for who is going to die May. in this movie? Somebody has to die. We know. Honestly, May. honestly, based on some comments that he's made as well, like I'm wondering if this is his last Spider-Man movie. I mean, now I don't think so. I mean, I, I mean, at the the premiere the other day, he of this trailer, he cried when yeah. they got a standing O. Well, yeah, because that's emotional though. And he was like, thank you for supporting me on my Spider-Man journey, blah, blah, blah. Like, just the way that he was speaking, it seemed so weighty. And then he's also recently said that, like, he wonders if it's time for Miles. Yeah, he's, but there's no reason you can't do them both, you know? I agree. He has said that he wants to play them for as long as he possibly can, you know? I agree, but I don't know. Yeah. He, well, he also be, talked about he's like, oh, I don't want to act forever, but that also doesn't mean he can't act until he's in his 40s or 50s and then retire early or something, you know? Like, yeah, that's yeah, a broad yeah. statement. That's a blanket no, statement. No, for sure. <laughs> I just, you know. Yeah. I get you. He's not the best at keeping secrets. <laughs> <laughs> right. He's gotten, so, he's gotten better, at least. A little bit. Yeah, but, a little bit, but yeah. not by much. Um, uh, I, think it's, I think it's Ant-May. Okay. All right. Oh, I thought you were saying Ant-Man. Oh, <laughs> I Aunt was like, May. Ant Man is not even in this movie, Joel. Like, you don't know. <laughs> that's true. I don't. Might be too much. Too much. Um, I would not be surprised if we see it at some sort of other MCU cameo in this movie. Um, let's just put that out there. Uh, so oh, yeah. yeah, I guess any. Uh, who, any? who do you think? Oh, uh, I mean, honestly, I would. I kind of agree with the with the with the Peter thing that does. At least from the outset, outside looking in, that would make sense. But I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Ned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Because I think that's like a good core relationship for Peter that they've they've set up. And yeah. Especially if we've seen that, I think the MJ thing is a red herring. I don't think she's gonna. Yeah. I oh, I don't think so. Like we said, they get like this. They yeah, get, I mean, know. it's it's yeah. a trailer moment. They're trying to amp up the stakes and stuff. But like, yeah, so I, I would say Ned because it's some someone low stakes enough that you could kill them off and still continue the story, but have it have some sort of but like have a emotional. Big impact on yeah, it. Yeah. yeah, it would be. Yeah, it would be pretty heartbreaking for a kid who wants to save everybody to like make one choice and then friend. his best friend dies because of the choice he made. Yeah. yeah. And then he goes into a deep, dark depression. And then the Boom, other two second Spideys trilogy. are like, oh, your first time? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> right. Everyone make I know a meme about it. Like, yeah. uh, that'd be funny. It would be really funny if like both, if they have a line in the movie where, where both um, like Peter and, uh, or sorry, if uh, Toby and Andrew, <laughs> Peter and Peter, Peter tell and Peter, Peter, tell Peter, uh, you know, oh, this is your first time fighting multiple villains, like kind of yeah, right. cracking yeah. fun. At that that would be pretty good. Uh, the um, trailer ends with a bunch of purple multiverse sludge flying through the air, and Doctor Strange just going, "I, they're all coming through. I can't contain them." Yeah. Um, 
I just think that's a this pretty is good the beginning. Of, oh, thanks. Uh, I think this just is the beginning of the multiverse of madness. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's interesting. They, oh, they, 100%. they featured yeah. that train sequence a little more heavy in the first trailer, and we only saw that one little snippet from it. So I'm curious what that whole sequence is going to be about. And that looks like a, a pretty, a pretty big one. I yeah. think that's just the sequence when he steals the box oh. and Dr. Strange is like, that's my box. What's in the box? What's in the box? And yeah. he's like a bunch of, a bunch Billings. of dead people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A bunch of heads. <laughs> Pepper Potts. Um, get it? Because in in in, yeah. in seven, yep. it's her head. Yeah. Um, yep. Anyway, this movie's ten out of ten, and I haven't even seen it yet. I'm ready. I can't wait. Nice. December seventeenth. We're all gonna hang out. Woo. Yep. Woo. Okay. So. Uh, it's gonna be so good. I guess. Uh, I, by the way, I think we're getting one more trailer for the movie before it comes out. Um, so. If we'll they, I thought this band, was the final one. I I have a feeling they're gonna do one more because they want a, this to be a big a, a big event movie. No, I just, I have no inside yeah. information whatsoever. Like honestly, though, I just I, I just it's what my gut tells me. Well, Dan, um, I was praising them for not for not revealing the Spider Man in this one, and I was like, damn, they're really gonna save it. I mean, it's it's like it's like obvious, but they're really gonna save the reveal for the movie. That's pretty fucking cool. I'm like yeah. happy that they're gonna do that. So, yeah. they get, but if there's a third trailer and they reveal it, I'm gonna be so fucking pissed. So let's put it this way. I know we kind of talked about this, and I want to get too deep into this, but I think there's a way to signal that they're in the movie without, without ruining the yeah. experience of seeing them return for the first time. Like a good recent example is the Flash trailer. Like we hear Michael Keaton's voice, but we never see him. We only see the back yeah. of his head. That's a yeah. great tease. That's oh shit, Michael Keaton's back. I have to go see this in a theater. You know what I mean? Just so. keep showing the lizard being punched by nothing. Yeah. And <laughs> just zoom in every time. <laughs> yeah. It's like that, you know, you or should just take have... the pictures every time it zooms in. Yeah. <laughs> it's a screenshot of a screenshot. Or just have Peter, like Tom Holland Peter, like do the the Spider-Man meme pose of like, oh, you, yeah. you, you, but yeah. like don't show the others. Yeah, exactly. That's funny. So I think I said that to you guys, right? Where like erased the other two it's, on that it's meme. It's blurred yeah. out. So ridiculous. <laughs> I would um, love, yeah, maybe even just like a voiceover of like Toby Maguire saying like, "With great power comes great responsibility." Yeah, yeah. I have a feeling we're gonna hear you that. You hear me saying, "I love you, Toby." I have a feeling we're gonna <laughs> hear that or some variation of it in this movie as well. Yeah, yeah. it would be cool if Toby said it to, uh, to Tom. Uh, Tom, I'm gonna say Andrew, yeah. but that wouldn't make any sense. Um, <laughs> so. Do you guys? Uh, I guess that's it, right? No, no, no other final thoughts or anything like that. I know December seventeenth can't come I guess the yeah. end. I could keep talking about it forever. Yeah, I know. We could have a three-hour podcast. I really want to hammer in my theory of the nanobots fixing the inhibitor <laughs> chip on Doc Ock. Because when that comes true, I want to be like, I'm the best. Yeah, <laughs> that's a little detail though that, that that like would be really tight because that was yeah. such a crucial plot point in the um in Spider-Man Two. So exactly. It all comes full circle. Yep. Speaking of coming full circle, Marvel's oh. Eternals. We all saw it. I don't get we it. We did. <laughs> just coming full circle on Marvel stuff. We just all we've been talking I, about. It was a coming joke. full circle to Kevin Feige. Hey. <laughs> but also, this movie like does kind of bring the MCU for full circle in a lot of ways. So a little yeah, bit. Really yeah. So uh, you know, obviously, we've talked about this this movie. Uh, Pretty not not super extensively, but we've essentially tracked the the movie for for a decent amount of time. We've seen all the trailers, we've heard all the hype, we've seen Kumail get jacked. Jack what are Kumail. you guys' thoughts on this film? Whoever wants to go first. 
Lauren, go first. I thought it was fine. I didn't. I, I didn't. That's um, going to be on the back of the DVD. Yeah. <laughs> it was fine. Yeah. I enjoyed it better than Dune. Um, okay. But okay. I probably won't rewatch it. That's fair. I think that's a fair assessment. I'm more excited for what it sets up than what it did. Okay. We'll talk about that. Um, yeah. I want to definitely jump into spoilers early on this one. So, Joel, what were your yeah. thoughts? My favorite spoilers. Um, I went in with very low expectations, and I very much enjoyed it. Mm. Um, okay. I really enjoyed a lot of the characters. Um, I was kind of worried about how they were going to handle all the timeline shit, but I think they did it fairly well. Mm-hmm. Um, the comedy's great. I really enjoyed Kumail's um, driver. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I kind of liked the twist. I didn't really see the twist coming. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. It, you know, uh, Jon Snow's character, I thought, was kind of a, like a waste of time until the end. And then I was like, OK, I, OK, fine. Yeah. Um, and then Harry Styles is fucking a, 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 apparently in the MCU. Hey, um, yeah, it's Thanos' brother or whatever, right? Which I, yeah. I don't know too yeah. much I about mean, that character. Eros, so, yeah. Yeah, I hated it too until I read about who the character was and I was like, all right, he's just a dude who likes to fuck a lot. And I was like, I guess that's Harry Styles. <laughs> that, that, that makes <laughs> sense. <laughs> uh, totally. I mean, I, I think I'm split between you guys. I like certain aspects of this movie. A lot of this movie is a mess in certain respects. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think there's also some really cool, really good, really innovative stuff. And I think it's a movie that that is taking a swing in the way that we've never seen a Marvel movie take a swing before. This movie's doing yeah. stuff that we've never seen in the MCU, and it's not genre-breaking or genre-defying in any way, but I think it is a different kind of story than we've seen before from these movies. So Yeah, um, I agree with you in that sense of, like, I appreciate that it is groundbreaking in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. But I don't know that it was executed as well as it could have been. Totally, I think is the problem I totally. have with it. Agreed. Yeah, and and we can get into that. So yeah, I mean, I like certain aspects of this movie. I think the first five minutes of this movie, I was like, because you know we had heard that you know this was the lowest rated Marvel movie, and finally the first rotten, you know, it was getting the, review fi- bombed. Though. Finally, Man of Steel has beat out one MCU movie in terms of oh RT. My God. <laughs> well, no, this this was the critic score, Joel, not the audience score, which you can't really review bomb because everybody's verified. But um, point being is that I sat down in this movie, and the first five minutes, I think, is I, I was almost in shock in terms of oh my god, like this movie is going to just be fucking horrendous. I was like, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, like you that oh no feeling, you know, when you yeah. start a movie. And luckily it did get better and it did improve. I think the movie still has a lot of issues. But um, yeah, I mean, unless you guys have anything generally else to say, I think we should just jump into spoilers. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So if you guys haven't list, uh, seen the movie, obviously, uh, you know, we're going to spoil the shit out of everything for you. So <laughs> let that be your warning. Harry Styles, uh, Harry Styles, which apparently <laughs> that's considered a spoiler because they left that out of the, yeah. uh, the, uh, the press screenings, I think, or the premiere screenings. It I was definitely remember. spoiled for me before I saw the movie and I was like, fucking great. I didn't really. They fi- they'd finally released it on social media today or yeah. yesterday. Yeah, the, the but... poster or whatever. Yeah. 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 So, you know, uh, I think it's important to say that, you know, obviously uh, Chloe Zhao's fingerprints are all over this movie, love it or hate it, you know, for better mm-hmm. or worse. It's it's definitely 
uh, you know, traces of what you've seen from her before. But I think at the same time, I think the biggest issue is the movie with the movie is that it really is torn between these two worlds of being a traditional MCU movie and being a Chloe Zhao movie, you know? Mm. Um, and I feel I th- re- legitimately think you can feel that while watching the movie. Like you can pick her moments out and you can pick the kind of stuff out where it's like, you could tell they were going back and forth on some of these things. So that's my biggest r- takeaway from the movie right away. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that so yeah. much bothers that me though. Sense. I, 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 I kind of like when, a director leaves their stamp. You no, know? yeah, I, I, I don't think it bothered me. I just could tell that it was something that was like, okay, there, there's a lot of cooks in the kitchen happening here, and yeah, I mean, yeah. there's also like, there's a lot of stuff in the movie. You know, ten yeah. characters. Like, it's just, uh, you know. With that said, though, I feel like it was way, way too long. Um, they needed to get to the third act sooner because the third act for me was yes. like where the movie really started to click in a lot of ways and really in a lot of ways that's the movie we signed up for you know what i mean um and it does feature both those you know those those chloe zhao you know magic hour natural light like real location this is one of the they made a big deal about you know the locations being real while also having the spectacle of the mcu you know what i mean in terms of like all the celestial space for real dude yeah i know right crazy Um, (laughs) um yeah, I mean, some of the, I don't know about you guys, but I feel like the scale of this movie in terms of that third act is arguably maybe the biggest thing outside of an Avengers movie we've seen. Yeah, for a yeah. solo movie. For That's sure. Yeah, yeah like yeah. just the sheer, like it's literally for me, it's like God of War level yeah. scale where it's just this enormous, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, a celestial coming out of the fucking center of the earth is pretty fucking yeah. big. That's what I'm saying. Like, and, and I love that stuff. I was like, oh my god, if the, the movie could have been all this, I would be completely yeah. satisfied. Um, but you know, again, you know, I think th- from a directorial directorial perspective, Chloe Zhao does a really, really great job. And there's some stuff where it's like, oh, you could you could have shot that fight scene a little bit better, or that you know action moment a little bit better. But overall, I love everything she does as a director. But as a writer. I think this movie is even more of a mess than, mm-hmm. you know, what probably went on in the editing room. So, yeah. Take that as, you know, for what you will. Yeah. I yeah, I a, a lot of the power like like the fight scenes, a lot of the powers that were just like, "Oh, my my gold rings go pew pew." Yeah. Um weren't as cool as like Druid who can control people or yeah. uh is it Makari like the fast well, like yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. the, the, the like, deaf lady. Yeah, yeah, like the people who actually have powers are cool, yeah. as opposed to just like, oh, pew pew pew, pew well, pew, pew pew, golden boot, pew pew. It's like, kind of uh... funny that you mentioned that though, too, because it made me think about something when I was watching the movie. Is this almost feels like, and especially because they name check DC in the movie, this almost feels like Marvel's take on the Justice League, right? Where yeah. you have like uh, Icarus, who's like Superman, and then you have freaking yep. uh, Makari, who's like the Flash, and like there are definitely those parallels there. So I found that kind of um, kind of interesting. Also, the DC universe is technically canon in the in the MCU now. So take uh, that for what you will, Joel. I th- no, I think <laughs> I think um, fictional characters that are like like transcend like uh, media, right? Like yeah. Santa Claus and Batman are yeah. like. You know, it's like how happy birthday isn't like copyrighted, yeah, right? It's totally. just, you know, it's like, <laughs> like I think just saying like Superman is like a, yeah, okay, that's a thing that yeah, exists in the world. Totally, totally. No, I, I like, I, look, I, I mean, it's obviously more of a, 
I don't know if it was intentional or not, but I just think it's it's interesting. And and I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think the Marvel comics as comics exist in the MCU. Do they? I can't remember. I wouldn't. I wouldn't expect them to. No. Yeah. Yeah. So I just find that interesting. You know what I mean? It's like, um, yeah. But well, I mean, look. Are, I thought they did, but I thought they did maybe too. But I can't recall no, actually. The, the only time I've seen it happen was in Logan. He has. Uh, a couple of X-Men comic books that he like has in like the silo where he's keeping Professor X. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But I haven't seen them in any MCU movies. Um, gotcha. I did see a sad tweet that said because Deadpool breaks the fourth wall, he's the only person in the MC- or in the Marvel universe who knows that Stanley died. Oh, oh poor Wade Wilson. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> um, yeah. So, I mean, look, the, the, I think the cast was really good. We should probably go through and highlight some of these people because, um, you know, Gemma Chan's essentially the lead of this movie, which which we kind of knew. I think I think we had touched on that before. Yeah. Um, Jon Snow can't f- get away from Cersei. Dude, yeah, seriously, that right? was really funny. Actually. Seriously. No. And then and then they also have a scene where him and the the three of them are all in the same scene too and it's just the game yeah, of thrones yeah. you know uh references are are really great here um yeah. so yeah i mean Gemma chan's incredible in, in this movie and uh, you know i think she brings a lot to the role personally so i yeah. think on some level she did yeah i personally did not enjoy certain aspects of her performance but okay. i don't know if that was necessarily on her or yeah. if it was the writing That's, is the thing. I, I think I know what you're talking about. And I, for, in my opinion, it's the latter. Um, yeah. I think she does, I, she does a lot with little, you know? Yeah, I just, uh, it's, how do I say this? I think it felt a little bit um, like, oh, woe is me. Yeah. When she was trying to figure out what to do when she got the, like, power thingy, whatever. Yeah, yeah the responsibility is, yeah. I guess, a better way to yeah. put it. Um, but again, I think, yeah, I'm not sure where that, uh, shakes out. No, yeah. I definitely don't think she was a strong enough character to be the one have to be like, I have to kill a celestial by myself. And it's like, mm-hmm. why you? You're fucking nobody, which I guess might be the point, but it was like, yeah, yeah like you said, it was like, eh, you didn't really build up to this very well for her. Yeah. Well, for like her specifically. But, but here's the thing is, I think it's actually a lot more nuanced than you guys are giving it credit for. And I, like, I don't really want to go into the details of this because it's going to be a huge tangent. But I do think that there's a lot more going on under the surface here in terms of like. Uh, really seeing a nuanced like female superhero that we really haven't seen it, especially in terms of being a you know a, a Asian American or Asian, yeah, you know, whatever it is. Uh, it's late. I'm sorry, my brain is scrambled. But uh, yeah, I, like personally, I thought it was a really interesting performance, even if it may be a little bit flawed. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't have as much of a problem with the fact that like, oh, that character is the one that was chosen. Yeah, I just didn't necessarily believe the performance always yeah well that was the issue i had with it yeah totally and it's so. funny because i felt like the kind of the most wooden performance in my opinion in this movie was actually richard madden oh um, yeah like oddly under, funny, because underutilized that, because i found that on purpose I, I just feel like he was yes because knowing what we know you know with the twist and stuff now definitely yeah. plays into sure. that but I just felt like it was really wooden in a lot of ways and it didn't really you could still play that in a little bit more dynamic way, I think, and have it be an interesting take on that, much like the Gemma Chan character. But yeah, um, I mean, I don't know. What did you guys think about that? 
I think he showed great emotional range in the in 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 like the scenes where you know he's fighting um the deviant at druid's camp or mm-hmm. when fastos has him in the shackles on the beach yeah. and when he's fighting makari you know i think he sh- yeah. i thought he showed a great performance i thought a lot of the flatness was kind of like intentional in the yeah. first two-thirds of the movie yeah totally mm-hmm. and and i think that's that's mostly what i'm talking about i definitely agree with you in the third act like and i think that's part of the reason why the movie really comes alive is because you get yeah. the best yeah. out of all those personalities and there's a ton of conflict and all this stuff going on so um yeah no i mean richard madden you also had uh, of course kumel which i think he was my favorite character my best friend kumel um <laughs> in this film just in terms yeah. of the character i I'm conflicted on it. Yeah. Um. I I did not have any idea that that's where his character was going. Um. Yeah. So I I did enjoy that story of like yeah. what he cho- chose to do with his life. Yeah. Um. And maybe it's because of knowing like Kumail's history, I felt like at times I was seeing Kumail having yeah. fun being a superhero yeah. instead of the superhero. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I will. I will say that this. uh, I can see that. I will say that this movie, and this is where I think a big issue, like another example of the script, is the movie kind of forgets about him in the third act, and it's like, why are you going to spend all this time setting up this character if there's no significant? He just disappears. (laughs) And so it's like, okay, that's like super weird. You know what I mean? So it's stuff like that that it's like, there's good stuff happening. What are you guys talking about? There's good stuff. He's got to make that. uh, Got to edit that documentary, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, again, you know, like there's a lot of good stuff and there's a lot of weird stuff that doesn't really make any sense. Like, as much as I love Druig, like Barry Keegan, obviously, is a great actor and got a great face. You know what I mean? Really interesting face. And he's got a great face. And the <laughs> logic of his really interesting performance too, I think, especially with the oh, I the, loved it. The layers with, especially with Makari, where it's like, oh, you realize, like, oh, they're kind of like flirtatious like is the yeah is there something going on there you know what i mean um and but i think with the character that there's some logical inconsistencies that just like really don't make sense you know what i mean like the, his character's all about oh uh you know i'm gonna uh essentially the logic of the character is betrayed through what happens especially when they find him and he's controlling this village and it like it doesn't really make sense with what they had set up before you know what i mean mm-hmm. so again another um I don't kind know of in what wasted opportunity in my opinion. In what in what way? Well, so he like he the whole time he was kind of fighting for um I think if I it's been a few days since I've seen the movie, but I think the whole time he's like fighting for oh, I'm just going to stop them from fighting, right? Uh but then he goes on to con- like control this whole village and all this stuff and it just doesn't seem like something But he, but he controls the village for like peace. He likes like I don't think it was like oh, like I don't think he was ever fighting for like free will. I think he was like, we have the ability to stop them from murdering each other, but we, but, but we don't. Yeah. So like, but he his doesn't. Whole thing was like, I'm gonna control them to like. But if not you're gonna do that, why would you do it for a small village instead of stopping the hundreds and thousands of atrocities that have happened since then? Right? Yeah, I don't like, know. Yeah, I think he just took the people he saw in front of him and was like, I'm gonna go. I, I, yeah, and I, like that way he couldn't get in trouble for doing more. That's true. Yeah, he was that's kind of true. like in hiding, doing what he wanted to do. Absolutely. You know? I just uh, it kind of makes sense to me, but it's also a little murky in terms of the logic. Sure. Is what I'm saying, like, I I just wish that that's such an interesting character. That's such an interesting dilemma. Like, 
Yeah. If they would have focused on six characters as opposed to ten, you could have had a movie that was maybe 20 minutes shorter and had a lot more uh, character development and is just much tighter in that respect, you know? Yeah. So yeah. If I'm not mistaken, it was like the Aztec war, right? So like... Mm, yeah, he, I think the Incas so like or something like that. In, yeah. yeah, so he went into hiding like well before like World War II even happened, right? He, oh, yeah. Maybe he didn't even know all that shit was happening. He's That's like, true. That's he's true. Like, I saved, I saved most of the world. Village, and yeah. the rest of the world happened and they were like, yeah. uh, Drew, where are you at? And he's like, I saved the planet. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I mean, nevertheless, again, wasted opportunities. Gilgamesh um, and uh, Athena, which is, you know. I really like that relationship. I did, too. I did, too. And I think it was it was good, fleshed out enough to feel good and interesting. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. I've, again, I would have loved to see more between those characters. Yeah. Because I really want to taste this beer he made from his own sweat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I, I feel like Gilgamesh is one of those characters when when he dies, it's like I don't really feel there's not much sympathy there just because we haven't spent a ton of time with that character. Um, no. Yeah, it there, it only is in the sense of like who's going to take care of Thena now. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yep, exactly. And uh, well, he's kind of he's kind of shafted a little bit. Okay, so yeah. before we get to the deviants, let's just real quick, Brian Tyree Henry. Uh, I also loved him. A absolutely lot. love him and everything, and he's great in this. Uh, and then Salma Hayek, who doesn't was kind of positioned as like having a larger role in this movie, mm -hmm. and, and she's really doesn't maybe got like five or ten minutes of screen time at most, most with which I'm okay with. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Still so fucking hot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's she's aged gracefully, that's for sure. Um, so the deviants, I absolutely hated uh, everything about. The deviants in this movie i just boring design choices like they don't really yeah. have much impact on the story i'm actually really glad they didn't focus on the deviants because if it, they would have i don't think there would have been a really great story at all um so yeah i just i did wasn't a fan of of that yeah part. uh to me have you guys uh do you know anything about miss peregrine's um school for an what do you call unusual yeah. children or whatever it is? I've heard. Of I know it, it exists. Um, yeah. it, it reminds me a lot of the bad creatures in that book slash film. Gotcha. Where like they're these like weird mutated creatures, and then they like kind of become human again by killing the. God, I can't think of the word with the uh, peculiar, the peculiar children and like mm. gaining their powers mm. turns them like back human. Yeah. Um, it was weird that only one of the. Yeah. The deviants could do this thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was obviously like controlling the other ones. So, but yeah, they, again, they don't really take the time to like explain what's happening, which I'm fine with because I really don't care. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> And there could have uh, yeah. been, sorry, go ahead. I, no, no. You, you, I was just going to say there could have been something interesting there, um, but the movie does nothing with it, so. Yeah. Right, and I guess they're just kind of a side villain, you yeah. know, like a, I want to, not not necessarily a red herring because they are like a threat to yeah. the planet, right? Mm -hmm. But the villains here are really the, the, the celestials, right? Yeah. Or not, 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 not necessarily the villains, but the main threat yeah. to the planet to the planet yeah um they aren't villains because they don't do it maliciously right they like yeah. they do it for the bettering of the universe or whatever mm -hmm. um but it is a main threat to earth 616 which is the you know the planet we all live on so yeah. if you're trying to kill us then you are 
inherently the bad guy. Yeah. Um, I think it really was just more about them having to stop the the birth of um, Tiamat. Uh, and he almost, the, the dude almost made it. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, shout out to having, a, a, I think, the MCU's first on-screen gay couple, if I'm not mistaken, uh, as yes. well. So yep. that's, yep. that's good. You know, I mean, uh, that shit probably had to be censored in China or whatever, but. Uh, yeah, it's been banned in multiple places, countries. Right? Yeah, yeah, the exactly. movie's been banned yeah. because of that, which is. Yeah ridiculous yeah well um you know let's put it this way i'd rather have them stick their ground in that regard than just cutting that scene from the movie and like releasing it like it feels you know i i'm glad that they didn't do that i'm just saying it's ridiculous that places in the world still ban that yeah well i mean totally i mean look uh, like jungle cruise i think is a great example recently i'm pretty positive that they cut the scene uh, in that movie where jack whitehall comes out to the rock I think, really? if I'm not mistaken, but that again, that's what Disney's always done is in certain done it in, countries or in general. I think it was in China um, specifically oh, okay. because you know obviously China is a huge part of the box office internationally yeah. these days. So um, again, I don't hold me to that. I'd have to look into it to confirm. But interesting, interesting, interesting thoughts, nevertheless. Um, yeah, yeah. So I guess really the ending of this movie. Um, Actually, I don't know. Is there anything else that we haven't really covered uh, in between there? The the twist of <laughs> yeah, Icarus that's being a bad guy. Well, kind of what I I'm, mean, we, have, we really haven't touched on the plot in general. To, that's true. I mean, do we, do we need to, so, though? <laughs> yeah. I mean, the plot is the Eternals are there for thousands of years to protect humans. And then one big uh, celestial dude is like, actually, we fucking breed these humans to gain their energy to birth a new celestial and everybody yeah. dies and then some yeah. of the and then some and... of the turtles are like oh no we can't do that that's mean and then icarus is like you guys are a bunch of fucking wussies we kill whoever we want because we're the eternals well also they find out that they're basically like robots that just get yeah. reprogrammed over and over again oh, so right, like yeah. they're not even who they think they are yeah well they don't is... have olympus to go back to it doesn't, yep. olympus doesn't exist exactly which is a really interesting so. you know kind of philosophical idea to to play with you know what i mean yeah. and i hope that the if there is a sequel if the story does continue that they do explore that more because i feel like it was something that was kind of glossed over a little bit in the movie where it's yeah. like they do give it a couple of scenes but you know by the end it's like seems like very much that these characters have sort of come to terms with that and i feel like you know like yeah. there's just yeah that it's not something you get over you know in a matter of uh couple minutes or whatever yeah exactly <laughs> but yeah so um nevertheless though i think that that was definitely an interesting idea um i do i do really like um the big gigantic shots of um the main celestial what the mm-hmm. fuck is his name yeah. crow is that crow um no the fuck is his it's, name uh, anyway um, oh my god i really like the like it, it it just really shows like the scope you know what i mean like yeah they're he's fucking enormous uh, time them Arsheim. and even at the end oh, when yeah. he comes to like steal cersei off of earth it's like his entire head takes up like the whole fucking sky and it's like yeah it's yeah it's, it's huge it's so tight how they have just the head in the frame and then you see the tiny little dot of the person like those are the that's yeah. the kind of shit that i love you know like uh, and it's weird because the opening of this movie was such a ping pong kind of experience where it's like the opening shot is pretty freaking gorgeous. Just that shot of the sun, you know, and then this the yeah. ship comes in Star Wars status, you know, and it's I actually love the design of the ship, by the way, too. Um, 
but yeah, I just, there's that. And then that whole first sequence unfolds and you're just like, Oh God, like this is kind of rough. And yeah. uh, obviously the movie improves from there, but I think, you know, the, like I said, the, where this movie works is really at the end because you have all those dynamics coming into play and everything that's set up like the whole, it, Joel, you summed up the, mo- the movie in like two minutes. What I'm going to say is I'm going <laughs> to sum it up in one second or one sentence. We're getting the band back together. That's basically what the first yes. hour and a half of the you know, hour and 45 minutes of this movie is. And I kind of wish yeah. that it was a little bit less of that and a little bit more of what we got in the, the final act. So. Yeah, I mean the I would say my favorite fight scene comes in the last like 20 minutes of the movie. Yeah. I just really love when fucking Makari is beating the shit out of fucking Icarus, right? Like yeah. no one no one can really handle him because he's so strong, but it's like, hey, if you can't see her, you can't fight her. You can't. Yeah. Well, just- and it definitely. And I think one of the things that kind of bugged me about the action in this movie is like it's all with I think that scene is the exception. But for the most part, it's like all the same shit. Right. Like every time Richard Van uses his powers, it's just uh, the eye lasers, you know, yeah, uh, when, Kingo, when Kingo, when Kingo uses his uh, powers, it's all finger guns. And it's like that's really fun. And I love that. But there could have been a little bit more variation. No, it's in not there, all finger guns. Not... He goes for the Kamehameha one. Oh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> While doing finger guns. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, but still, I think that there could have been a little bit more creative use of the powers in that sense. Um, but I did love that fight. Uh, all the fights in the third act were really great, actually, I think still. Um, yeah, I did yeah. like the twist, not twist, but I did like the character decision of Sprite to go with. Yes. With Icarus. I yeah. liked that a lot. It was yeah. like, why would you do that? And it was like, she's in love with him. And you're like, ah. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you guys knew this or whatever uh, one of them says. Yeah. No, I think that, again, that's a really tragic moment in a lot of ways where it's like she loves this person yeah. so much. She's willing to sacrifice everything for it, even though she knows she could never have him, you know, because and of their age And just imagine difference. going thousands of years of like no one wanting to have sex with you because you're a child and you're like, yeah. right. I'm an adult. Damn yeah, it. <laughs> totally. And I also think it's funny that they conveniently like uh, give her life so that, you know, when the next movie comes out three years from now, she can actually age up and they won't have to explain it in the script. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like yeah. literally that's the reason why they did that. Like it's yeah. blatantly obvious. <laughs> uh so yeah i mean shit dude the end of the movie is like i'm tiamud i'm about to fuck this earth up and then and then cersei's like i can change all matter and she just touches him and he's like ah, i'm stone um <laughs> and then now this is now i'm i'm curious to see how this plays into the rest of the mcu right like there's just a big statue of a fucking celestial coming out of yep. the fucking earth yep. somewhere yep. in the ocean now yeah yep. Totally. And I think like you said, Lauren, at the very beginning, like I think what's going to happen after this is actually it, it's like one of those movies where um, I think uh, Jurassic World uh, Fallen Kingdom was a good example of that, where it's like mm. the, mo- the what the movie sets up is actually more interesting than the movie itself. You know what yeah. I mean? Oh, the yeah. final shot is like, what? Yeah, <laughs> Whereas exactly. the last hour and a half is like, uh, OK, yeah. great. Yeah. And I mean, in this one, it's like, you know, they essentially like get transported away and you're like oh shit okay that's a great cliffhanger like i'm i'm in you know despite being so so on the movie <laughs> yeah well that and the after credits yeah totally and and i guess it's if anything it's the power that proves that uh you know if you have a good ending you can overcome a lot of stuff in between um, yeah. before that so yeah so some of the eternals go off to find more of eternals Right. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. Cersei's like, I'm going to stay here and get some of this sweet Jon Snow. Mm-hmm. And then, um, <laughs> but before she can do that, 
uh, I remembered his name. It's Arashem. He's like, actually, you fucked up. I'm kidnapping you. Yeah. And then he steals her away. And then um, Icarus is like, I'm a sad boy. And he flies away forever. Um, <laughs> into the sun. I'm into a the sad sun. boy, B-O-Y. Yeah, there's no way he died, oh, right? Oh, I did, did want to say I did appreciate how they tied them into like history history like yeah. real life history and like they're like sprite made up the stories about them or whatever yeah yeah, yeah. i and did like, i enjoyed that element yeah and how uh fastos was like the guy who basically invented the first weapon and that's what led to yeah. the yeah. to the advancement of technology and uh, yeah, yeah totally uh, again another really interesting idea that's, about that is great that's yeah. very yeah. much glossed over like that's a yeah. fascinating idea and how he wanted to pitch what was it like the oh yeah engine <laughs> yeah. steam engine, the steam yeah, engine. Yeah, yeah. early like yeah. Yeah, totally. Decades before it actually happened. Some of that stuff was fun, you know, jumping back and forth between time. I think the the, the way they edited it was a little clunky sometimes. Mm -hmm. um, but I did think a lot of that stuff was really fun. Yeah. And then there's two post credit scenes. Yes. Where, you know, a mid and then a post. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. We'll say the movie ends on a shot of old Jon Snow... Like, ooh, this big celestial god stole my girlfriend and I'm going to get revenge. And in your head, you're like, you're a dumb human. How are you going to do that? <laughs> yeah. uh, but the first the first scene is um, the Eternals on their big old stone ship. And they're like, woo, we're doing things. We're doing eternal, eternal stuff. And then uh, Pip, oh my God, Pip comes mm. through a portal. And he, you know, he says all this stuff about Eros. The Slayer of Black Robert and the sexiest man alive, or whatever the fuck he Thanos says. Thanos' brother. Thanos' yeah. brother, Eros. And then the dude from One Direction comes through. <laughs> um, but he's like, he says what? He's like, I'm also an eternal. I'm, yeah. I'm going to help. I yeah, you got your friends are in trouble. Yeah. Um, also, can we talk about Patton Oswald as Pip? Yeah, yeah. So good. pretty great. Pretty great. <laughs> pretty great. Um, uh, so, yeah. I, I it seems like Eros doesn't really give a shit that his brother's dead. Um, yeah. But I know I don't. I don't. I know I should read. Look, some really great writers have written Eternals. Neil Gaiman. You, you know, like there are some great runs out there. Haven't read them. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But what I do know of Eros is that he is one horny son of a bitch. Mm -hmm. um, he can apparently manipulate emotions. That is his power or whatever. Um, so he's just one big sex pot. That's uh, he's a space, he's a space gigolo, space sex that, pot. Yeah, that is what you know space of him. Space gigolo, dude. I feel like that could be a great B movie. Yeah, <laughs> done. I'm writing it like in the in the vein of uh, Stay Out of My Womb, you know? Yeah, uh, but yeah, he's you know, now they're gonna team up. I would assume they're gonna be in Guardians 3 with Adam Warlock. Um, mm -hmm. yeah, I that makes just sense. think that makes sense. It's a natural, yeah. It's yeah, and then the last one uh, at the very end is Jon Snow being like, "Ooh, this box. Ooh, I'm so. Ooh, I'm so. Ooh, should I open this box? What's yeah. in the box?" Yeah. And then he opens the box, and it's a blade wrapped in like mummy cloth or whatever the fuck, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it's engraved with like, I think it says, "Death is your reward" or s something. Yeah, mm -hmm. on the box. And then and then a, a disembodied voice, and that's why I yeah. said. Moon Knight's going to be the first visual uh, introduction to Blade. A voice says, are you sure you're ready for that, Mr. Whatever your last name is? Um, 
Yeah. DeHaan, I think. No, that's Dane DeHaan from Spider-Man. No, it's because his first name is Dane. (laughs) Yeah. No, and then and then we just hear the dialogue, and it's just like some motherfuckers are always trying to ice skate uphill. Ice skate uphill. (laughs) (laughs) It's still one of my favorite lines ever, man. That's so Uh, good. Uh, they have to have Wesley Snipes cameo in that movie, man. If they he, don't, like, he probably will, you got to yeah. do it. But anyway, he asks him if he's ready to take on the uh, Black Sword or the Black Blade, whatever the fuck it's called. I forget exactly the name of it. But it, apparently it's Blade. They don't show him. They expect the audience to just fucking know this. Like, Chloe Zhao had to come out and be like, yeah, that's Blade. Um, <laughs> thanks, yeah, I guess. I fucking heads up. You could you definitely could thought. Well, I definitely thought just because I had no idea. Yeah, I thought it was um, Kang. Mm. I thought it was Nick Fury. I could tell it was Mahershala, but that's just me. Mm. I'm weird like that. Um, No, I mean, I I, I think I, I like what they did here, but I feel like it's a step down from what we've seen from Marvel stuff before. It's like, just show the character. I like just, think they maybe didn't have a costume really. or they couldn't get him or the scheduling yeah. thing or COVID yeah. or something like that. You know what I mean? Because it feels yeah. like they're, and you have to remember this, this movie was supposed to come out what a year ago. So they probably yeah. finished the scene even two years ago. Probably like, honestly, they probably hadn't even, they had just cast him at that point. You know what I mean? And just on the announcement. So I, I don't it know. Seems- I don't know how that lines up, but point being is that this is still very much behind mm-hmm. Uh, where they're at now in terms of all the shit that's going to come out after this movie. Yeah, and it's just, yeah. it's just such oh. a classic reveal of like, you know, he opens the box, you hear the words, you pan over, blade. Yeah, they're, right? they're, like, they could have done something a little more recognizable for the character, which they've done in the past, you know? Yeah, I was um, fine hearing the voice, not knowing who it was. Now that I know who it was, I was like, I'm mad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly, like in retrospect. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but apparently the... I'm really blanking on the name because I know his character is the Black Knight, but the blade that he wields, it like the blood feeds the blade or whatever and like grants them like immortality or whatever, but it also gives them like an insane bloodthirst and like need for violence or whatever. Dane Whitman. Um, Dane Whitman. Are you sure you're ready for that, Mr. Whitman? Yeah. Um, But I really think there's been a long time uh, speculation that Moon Knight and Blade and all these characters are going to become like the Midnight Suns, which is a, you know, uh, a comic team, um, sort of like the Dark Avengers, but more dealing with like occult shit. Um, so if Dracula comes in, you know, we got Moon Knight, uh, the Black Knight now, which is obviously they're setting up Jon Snow to be the Black Knight. Yeah. Um, so I just, yeah, I think <laughs> Midnight Suns is happening. I don't, I don't really know what it means because I haven't really read any Midnight Suns comics. I think uh, Donny Cates has written some of them and he's one of the best comic writers in the business right now. So, yeah, give me some Marvel occult shit. You know, more of it. We got Agatha, Mm -hmm. which, you know, turned out pretty well. So if we're going to get Moon Knight and vampires and fucking, you know. Let's yeah, let's get some vampires, witches, and werewolves, dude. The holy trinity, man. <laughs> let's go. Yeah, I'm excited for it. Yep. All right. I, I don't know a ton about it, but I we did play Marvel Lego Avengers or whatever. Yeah. And the Black Knight is in it a little bit, so that's how I know of him. And I'm like, yeah, nice. I'm excited <laughs> to see that come to life. That Marvel Avengers lore. 
yeah. Marvel Avengers layer lower. Also, I've played so all those funny games. That, like so. Jon Snow is black is back as a Black Knight. I know. Like funny. what? It's also yes. hilarious to me that we just call him Jon Snow and it's not Kit Harrington. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, come on. No, he is Jon uh, Snow. I just as I'm saying, it's hilarious. Look, I'm just gonna throw this out there, guys. One of the main characters of Midnight Suns is Morbius, so take that as you will. <laughs> No. However, how about, however how about no, want. Scott? How about no, Scotty? Yeah. Thank you. Uh, the the Midnight Suns also tie into Marvel Zombies in some way. In some I was going to say Marvel Zombies feels like a natural connection to that as well. Right. But yeah. yeah. So, um, cool. All right. Well, it's going to be cool. <laughs> it's going to be cool indeed. Do you guys have anything else to say on uh, Eternals before we Do close? Do you the think out? Ethan Hawke is going to play Dracula? Hmm. It would. Kind of makes Maybe. sense. Cool. Me too. I'm gonna uh, say no. I'm gonna say no for the record. Ah, you son of a bitch. Uh, I give this movie like a seven and a half out of ten. Wow. Okay, Lauren. The last, the last third really like saved the rest of the movie for me. Yeah, I'd say probably about the same seven, seven and a half. Wow. Okay. Jeez. <laughs> I, was like, I thought you would. I thought you would rank it much lower based on what you were saying, Lauren. Um, well, I think... uh, go ahead. No. Be just because I was trying to think of like what I rated Dune, and it's definitely higher than Dune, but like it's definitely in my bottom probably five at least of the mcu okay that's what so you think there's you think there's interesting quote-unquote worse movies in the mcu than this one? Oh yes yeah really oh my god yes really Thor by like, world by a lot i think this for me is kind of on the level of something like it's not iron man 2 level of disaster or thor 2 but for me it feels something like on the level of incredible hulk where there's some stuff that does work oh. but some of it doesn't mm. you know what i mean but this movie I has just think Oh, there ahead. was, I think there was uh, enough character development yeah. in it for me to save it, even though it was too long and there was a lot of disaster to the yeah. movie. Yeah. It like, like I said, I'm excited for what it sets up. Yeah. So versus some other films. Yeah. That like I don't feel like have any payoff and we're not good, you know. Totally, totally, yeah. So it's funny. Originally, I was gonna get. I was when I first saw this movie. It, it's kind of grown on me a little bit. I think. I, I think I'll definitely revisit it. I don't know how, how often, but I think I, it's definitely a film I would revisit just to see more of the details and more of the connections and stuff like that. Um, for me, I was originally gonna give this a four. Oh, but I'm gonna, go, wow. I'm gonna go five. Because I think this is really yeah. a lot of the stuff in this movie is hit and miss. Wait, this is a Taylor scale? So no, no. Uh, uh, oh, five out no, of five. No, not a five out of five. I'm going. It would be it would be a two point five uh, out of five for Whoa. me. So five. Again, I think there's stuff that works. Uh, I think there's a lot of stuff that doesn't work. Um, again, yeah. I don't hate the movie, but I don't love it. I think there are worse movies. Um, like again, Iron Man two or Thor two. So yeah, I mean that's uh, I'm gonna stick with mm -hmm. my my five out of ten on this one. Maybe it'll go yeah. up a little bit, but we'll see. Interesting. Okay. I want to say, as pumped as I am for Spider Man and Multiverse of Madness, and how much I loved you know WandaVision and Falcon and Loki, I can't stress enough how excited I am for shit like Dracula. You know, mm -hmm. even if it's oh, not yeah. Dracula. 
vampires or even yeah. or you know, even something shit. something like this where it's like the MCU is doing something way different than they've ever done before and they're yeah. kind of expanding yeah. their reach and I think that applies to what you're talking about as well. Look, Black Knight, Blade, Moon Knight. This all leads to we're going to get Ghost Rider. The Knights. We're going to we're going to get Ghost Rider at some point, and I'm yeah. fucking pumped for it. But will Let's it be Nicolas Cage? Probably not. No, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> we got to work on getting Charlie Cox first, then we'll we'll just take it from there, Joel. Yeah, about that. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely think he's in Spider-Man. <laughs> well, if he's not in Spider-Man, we know at this point he's pretty much going to be coming back whenever they try to decide to pull the trigger on that, you know? Yeah. So, All right, cool. Well, I guess that... uh. So that wraps it up then, huh? Yeah, I got yeah. some fun facts for the mm. fans out there and for us. Let's do it. Our top ten state our our top ten countries that listen to our podcast. Ooh. Oh my gosh. We recently switched to Podbean and their stats are uh in some areas they're far superior to Shout Engine. In other ways they're not, but that's fine. <laughs> um our top ten, we got the US, that's not surprising. Uh, the United Kingdom, that's also not surprising, but those are the only two not surprising ones. Everything after this is going to be fucking bonkers. Are you ready? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Brazil. Is Yo, three. what's up, Brazil? Brazil. Switzerland. Hey, we got Swiss friends. That's cool. Colombia. Oh. Turkey. All right. Taiwan. Okay. Poland, Indonesia, Finland, Germany, Chile. Argentina, Egypt, Spain, France, Guatemala, Italy, Mexico, Nigeria. Wow. Hey, I think that's all six continents if I uh, counted correctly. (laughs) That's great, guys. We got Asian friends. We got European friends. We got South American friends. We got got African friends. That's great. Is it like significant numbers in all these places or like one people, one person? (laughs) Uh, So it shows me for one month. Ah, okay. So with with uh, for one month, uh, well, so I'll say Nigeria. We had one download. So hey, that's good. One, though. there's one dude out there in Nigeria who yeah. fucks with us. Or do that. Spread, or, spread or the word, no, people. Dude, spread the word. A dude, Lauren, a dude is not gender specific. To uh, some people, it is. I'm a dude. He's a dude. I was gonna say, do we have to have this conversation again? Yeah. Everyone who's listening, who's listened to this for like many years, is just rolling their eyes at this point. <laughs> so I will say, uh, from Egypt, Spain, France, Guatemala, Italy, Mexico, Nigeria, those are all like 0.5 percent of our total downloads for a month. Yeah, okay. and then Argentina, Chile, Germany, Finland, Indonesia, Poland, Taiwan, Turkey, Colombia are are, are all one and a half percent. Hey. And then Switzerland and Brazil are 2%. Mm. United Kingdom is 5%. Uh, this math doesn't really seem to work out, but uh, <laughs> then the United States is 77%. Wow. Okay. Obviously. Uh, All right. Well, we got to learn to expand cool. our uh, international box office appeal here, guys. We got to figure no, this out. To those one people in, you know, uh, those. All the places. All those places. We 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 also fuck with you. How yeah? How about that? Thank you. And also, multi uh, multilingual people going on here. 
you know yeah so this is do you great think they do you think they know what we're saying or that's well that's my question like, i heard <laughs> i heard spider-man does yeah. this does the slang <laughs> no, translate? no no they just heard yeah. elon musk that oh <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> i would not be surprised if that's like where a bunch of those came from <laughs> our, our elon musk episode got six downloads the other day oh um, out of nowhere Georgia. it is like five years from those old. six yeah, different countries and in that's the- a, probably actually that's us talking about how soup elon musk can become a super villain and what we failed to realize is that that's actually jeff bezos oh god (laughs) actually it's kind of both of them but still neither here nor there we should do we should do we should promise the people a follow-up to that episode at one point or we just have a segment musk episode yeah or we just have a segment every week where we just do like a few elon musk bits Oh my gosh. Oh, but he's becoming such a fucking tool lately. I know. Yeah. I know. Okay, where can everybody find you on the internet, Taylor? Uh, as per usual, on Twitter, at Taylor Salen. And that's it. Oh, wait. What we've been watching, are we going to do I was that? just going to say. Uh, I mean, okay, I can run through my shit real quick if you guys want, but I'd, I can, we could talk about it next time. Like, it's nothing pressing that I've seen that we haven't discussed. Sweet. Lauren, where can everybody find you on the internet? <laughs> I'll also save mine then. Um, I am at underscore Miss Pixie underscore on Instagram and Twitter. And I'm the LA nerd. Um, God, I wish you could find me on YouTube, but I've been so busy working that I do not have time to do that anymore. But you can find me on Instagram and Twitter, and uh, I'm not banned for Facebook yet. Hey. Again, so you can find me there currently. There you uh, go. That's just me everywhere. I'm the LA nerd. And here, as always, on Pop Pop, the Pop Culture Podcast, until probably the day I die. Uh, so until that day comes, which is hopefully a long time from now, we'll <laughs> see you later, nerds. Peace. Bye.